Hey, this is Steve Scott, reporting live from the Czech Republic, here at the Masters of Rock, exclusively for the Little Moment Podcast. So here we go, man. Metal Moment Podcast, episode 73. This is Hosto Hinohara Chiaki. That was Metal Moment Podcast uh, correspondent Steve Scott pound my ear. I call him my ear because um, he used to like contact me every single time if the recording was like kind of off or if it was distorted. So I started calling him like, dude, you are my ear because if something's wrong with the recording, you would always tell me that the show sucked. So, he is a professional musician, and uh, I really appreciate his work, and I, I was in Japan, I was in Tokyo for like, um, for about five days, taking care of some family business, and while I was over there, I'm busy, he was like, working his butt off um, at the um, rock festival, the Masters of Rock Festival in Czech Republic, and uh, he was able to um, communicate and sit in on a lot of press conferences and stuff. So um, on this one, we're going to do Aventasia, one of my favorites, um, Ed Guy's vocalist, uh, Tobias Samet, right, his band. Um, also, I got files from um, Devin Townsend Project, right? Like he, um, I know him through uh, Steve Vai, right? The Project Vi, awesomeness. Um, Lordy, Neon Fly, Powerwolf, which I'm, I'm not familiar with, but like we'll introduce it to everybody, right? So that's what this whole podcasting is all about, man. Not it doesn't have to be mainstream, but like if the music is good, man, we just share it around the world. And some accept and uh press conference from Ingve J. Malmstein, um, the God, right? So a lot of guitar heroes, man, back in the 80s, like even my daddy, George Lynch, you have Warren D. Martini, you have Jakey e. Lee, yeah, he's back with uh, Red Dragon Cartel, uh, Paul Gilbert, uh, Richie Kotzen, and uh, you have all these guitar heroes, right? Shredders, uh, Kip Winger, oh, no, Kip Winger's bassist, I'm sorry. Um, Ty Tabor, not Kip Winger, but I met Red Beach. And um, <laughs> so let me take a real quick sip right here. Come by Jinjin Chayo. All right, so back to Ingvite. Like, back in the 80s, right, or the 90s, yeah, a lot of people, they were guitar heroes, but how many guitarists were um, referred as guitar gods? Um, Ingvite, right? Like, because he unleashes the goddamn fury on everybody. Um, and I think even Nuno and even George Lynch, man, they're like, yeah, when, you know, we were shredding and stuff, but when Ingwe came along, um, they're like, all right, we got to do something with our chops because this neoclassical um, dude is like kicking our butts. So I just think that's why, um, I don't know. Plus, Ingwe like worships dead people, right? That's all he worships. You have Chopin, Bach, Paganini, they're all dead. And and if you ask him, if you ask Ingvay J. Malmsteen, like, who are your influences? Well, you get the dead musicians, right? So I think that's one of the reasons why we consider him as a guitar god and not a guitar hero. Like all the other guys, like Akira Takasaki, he's a guitar hero, right? 
but not a guitar god. And I think that's where, like, how we differentiate, like, Ingwe versus the others. And, like, for me, um, like, I love George Lynch. Like, you know, he is my guy, my go-to guy. Um, Akira Takasaki is my go-to guy. Vita Brada from White Lion is my go-to guy. But in general, Ingwe is like God. And that's why he has a t-shirt that says, who the fuck is Ingwe J. Malmsteen? And I think it's uh, very beautiful. <laughs> so enough said, enough of my talk. <clears throat> All right. So, right. So my European correspondent, Steve Scott, Czech Republic, he was at the Masters of Rock Festival July 11th till July 14th. And he sent me a whole bunch of interviews and um, stuff. So I'm going to play, um, let's play, let's dig up, or let's play Aventasia first. And then we'll play, uh, I'll try to upload the other ones um, in the coming days or weeks. Okay, so... Thank you very much for tuning into the Metal Moment Podcast. This is host Hinohara Chiaki. The website is metalmoment.com. Email is metalmoment at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voice message at 707-78-METAL. Let your voice be heard, baby. And uh, Twitter is Metal Moment. Everything is Metal Moment. So, yeah. <laughs> Enough of me. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys will enjoy this little Euro style, okay? Because this is what happens when you go to Europe. And this is how they do it, man, at big venues and stuff like that. So thank you very much again, my year. And uh, hope everybody enjoys Steve Scott, okay? The European correspondent for the Metal Moment Podcast. Thank you. Cheers. I'll see you next time. Enjoy this recording <laughs> all right lates out hey it's steve again from the middle moment podcast your european correspondent reporting directly from the czech republic in prague uh this is an extract from the avantasia press conference tobias summit was there along with amanda somerville and eric martin of course from mr big so there was you're going to hear lots of different questions flying around from various journalists from all over Europe and pulling in very big crowds and selling lots of tickets. So Avantasia, if you've never heard of them, is Tobias Summit's side project from Ed Guy, which involves a lot of different singers from lots of different bands. Um, for example, on this tour, you've got Eric Martin from Mr. Big, uh, Ronnie from Pretty Maids, Bob Catley from Magnum. You got Michael Kiske, of course, ex Halloween, which is a big draw card. Lots of people chanting out his name, Kiske, Kiske, in the crowd and going nuts over every time he sings. He can still hit those notes too live. It's pretty amazing to watch. Incredible show, three hours, non stop. Felix from Ed Guy was on drums and pretty much double kicking the whole time. An incredible drummer to watch and to listen to. The sound was perfect. Hopefully this will come out on DVD from Masters of Rock. They always tend to produce um, a DVD every year of the festival. There's about 30,000 watching it on a Sunday night. 
Tobias starts off the press conference by answering why he's back, because on the last tour with Avantasia, he said, it's finished. This is the last one. No more. So he's back with a new album, and they're touring the world again. I said that it's over. I knew it was over at that time, because I wanted to focus on Edguy, and I did another Edguy album, and then we did the tour, and I realized that I needed working on something aside of it, and, and I needed that creative outlet, and that's how I didn't make a conscious decision at first to do Avantasia again. It just happened. I discovered myself sneaking into the basement, into the man cave. Sneaking in. Yeah. And, and, uh, and just composed music, and, and all of a sudden I realized, oh, this feels like Avantasia, and... Yeah, I changed my mind. <laughs> and uh, have you got still new ideas in your mind? Uh, well, uh, right now I know, but uh, but I'm quite confident I will have more ideas. I hope. Okay, uh, you have been here many times, so have you developed any relationship to this festival or the Czech Republic? <laughs> of course, we're we're here all the time, and uh, we played we played here many times, and. Um, We've always been welcomed uh, with open arms here, and um, I'm definitely, I mean, I don't know, it's my fifth time or something at Masters of Rock. It's my second time with Avantasia, and I think we've been here three times with Edguy, and also played the Winter Masters of Rock, and uh, we, we played here many times, and the audience is always great, and the, you know, the whole hospitality and everything. Um, I, I, feel, I feel very welcome here. Are you filming it tonight? No, we're, um, well, you know, I, actually we didn't talk about it yet. Yeah, um, yeah. We, um, we'll be, we, we won't be the full lineup tonight, Ronnie's not here. Uh, what happened? He, what happened actually, what happened, what happened to him? What, what happened did, to him? What didn't happen? Well, he, he apparently had an, no, he had a, I think, I don't know how serious it is, he sent me a, 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 an email today, um, so he's apparently okay, but he's got uh, a rib, uh, hip, no, rib, Ribs. rib, rib contusion. Mm -hmm. And um, because he, he, I don't know, he had an accident at Bang Your Head Festival. Bad omen, I know. Oh, <laughs> I had an accident there too, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. But serious enough that he mm. couldn't come uh -huh. to the shows. Yeah. And, yeah. But Michael Kiske is here. <laughs> yeah. Not with us. But uh, not with us. Not with us, but he... And Eric Martin and, and Amanda here. Somerville. Right. And Thomas Yetke. And, and Bob Catley. Bob Catley. Oliver Hartman. Collect them all. Sasha Page. Yeah. Sasha Page. Yeah, we're, uh, we're all... We're complete except from Ronnie. Yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, you composed the whole thing, don't you? So when you write, uh, you are writing the vocal part, are you thinking at that very moment about the singer who is going to sing that? Or is that like... So sometimes, sometimes. Uh. But sometimes you also have an idea and you compose a song and um, and you think... Um, oh, who, you're, not, you're not really um, sure who could be the right singer. You have a kind of voice in the back of your head. But then um, you stand in front of your record collection and then it comes together and say, Oh yeah, of course. Why didn't I think of that earlier? Is, is Gary Sharon on your list for the next one? Uh, that's the, the guy from Extreme? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I, 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 you know, not that he's a, he's a great singer, I think, Gary Sharon. But he'd be I, too. He'd be, what? 
He's a great dancer. He's a, he's a great, yeah, he'll, he'll be dancing. He's a great dancer. Why would you even say Gary Shrove? I just could imagine him on the stage with you. That's, he's done a lot of shows, Jesus Christ Superstar in, in New York. And, okay, and, okay. You know, that, that big kind of... There's a, there's a lot of artists who actually... It's funny, I, when I uh, talked to my friends uh, before I went out on the road with Augmentation, uh, they were like, oh man, I'd love to do that. Jeff Scott Soto yeah. just called me the other day and said, oh man, give me a part of that. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be a part of it? It's True. amazing. True. Yeah. It's How great fun. How did you get your together? All of you. By phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate telling this story, but uh, the one show that I'm that I was sick at was in Prague, right? It was in Prague, actually. Prague. Toby came to the show to see me, yeah. and I wasn't, uh, you know, but he had a, he actually, which I thought was kind of touching, he he went to a record store, if they still have record stores, Yeah. and he got uh, the DVD uh, from the, um, you know, the Wacken Festival, and the, like all the, all, all the songs and everything, and he bought it, and brought it to the gig, and then gave it to one of my crew guys, or, or maybe Billy, I don't remember, Billy. but I got it, and I, I watched it, and then... A couple weeks later, he said, "You know, hey, do you want to sing on my album? Yeah, go on tour. Sure, as long as it's not Odin." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then it was. And it was. Okay. Oh, <laughs> the crowds have been over. Nah, it's been great. I faked my way through the metal for the yeah. first ten days, and then yeah, I'm I'm good now. Part of the metal club. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get out of it now. <laughs> go back to Mr. Big, they're gonna go, dude, you're, you're so in. hard. <laughs> you're so hard now. Yeah, no no more Mr. Big ballads. You know? Yeah, Just and you like, said motherfucker how many times on stage now? So many fucking times. You were so afraid in the beginning, like, I don't know, I can't swear on stage, oh my god. <laughs> and now he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it's all about, but I, yeah, we, I think the whole idea through his, uh, you know, he, he gets his influences, like, you know, I, I guess he looked really like my music when he was eight years old. <laughs> I did not even get that. What was did that? You, no, and you're probably, like, like, most of the people, like the younger people nowadays, you know, they go, oh man, some hot chick will come up to me and go, oh my God, my mother just loves you. <laughs> No, I was part of the the Wolfsburg Mafia that they that they refer to it as anyway. With Sasha and Nilo and uh, Robert used to be also in the band playing bass, and um, yeah, I was part of the Gate Studio team. I lived in Wolfsburg for for eleven years, and that's how we met. Yeah. When you actually, I think we met the first time for Ina when you came to Wolfsburg to was sing. That the first time, I think so. I think you weren't there when I was singing. Were you? I was there. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't even remember. Well, yeah, I, was, I was so young. You had my long bra- hair. My, my brain was not fully... Uh, <laughs> expanded. <laughs> expanded yet. So, <laughs> 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 Shoot. Okay. Is there any vocalist with whom uh, you really would like to work, to get, work together but he or she said no? Uh, um... Well, I would uh, Bruce Dickinson, obviously, and uh, and I would like to work with Paul Stanley and Steven Tyler, but uh, that's I think it's very unlikely that this will happen because they are so busy themselves. 
and uh, and probably they don't care about me. And uh, <laughs> I tried with Bruce Dickinson several times, and uh, he was he was busy flying airplanes, and um, you know. So, well, who knows what the future will bring? But it's it's. At uh, which one was uh, the common work the best? <clears throat> well, it's it's. Uh, it's all. Everybody's been great. I mean, this whole tour is. Do you do you re mean live or or uh, or album wise? In your life. I no. I mean, uh, live live on stage or yes. I mean, well, it's the the whole tour. Every every tour has been great, mm -hmm. and also this tour makes no exception. It's it's. It's just it's just great to to be turning around. You have all these people on stage. You say, oh oh yeah, I almost forgot you are here as well. And, oh oh yeah yeah, Bob, it's cool to have you here. Uh, it's 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 really it's amazing to to be uh, that group of people, and you can feel also the in, in, intensity of it when you go on stage. Last last night, it was there was so much energy on stage and so much. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a great camaraderie and 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 on stage you you know everybody pushes everybody and it's also great to have so many singers on stage because if you have a well nobody has real bad nights but if you theoretically would have a bad night <laughs> somebody else would cover and uh, and that's great. And the music of Ed Guy and Avantasia is contain. Similar elements. How do you decide that uh, which song uh, came out under uh, name Edgai or came out name Avantasia? Um, I just work on one thing at, at the time, and it's never that I say, "Okay, I'm going to put that song on the back burner because I need it for something better or something else." It's just I do whatever I have on the table. I work on it um, with with uh, from 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 head to toe. I mean, it's it's I don't know how to express, but. Um, <laughs> it's it's really what I have on the table is in my focus and and gets my full attention and so when I have a good song and I'm working on a new Edgar album that will definitely go on an Edgar album when I have a great song and it, I'm working on a new Avantasia album it's it'll go on the Avantasia album. <laughs> um, Toby, you know how you compose. Do you mainly have a melody in your head, or are you straight on keyboard, or are you doing guitar, or what? How, what instrument do you go to first to do the? The, the compositions. Um, keyboard. Yeah, keyboard. It's uh, because I can. I can. I'm, I'm. I'm a lousy guitar player. Yeah. Um, I could work it out on bass, but that's yeah. not the right instrument for composing. I think a bass guitar. It's so. So um, I just. I just go on. Um, you know, I have a melody in the back of my head, and yeah. uh, of course, when you have a melody, you have a, a harmony and the accompanying chords as well. And then you know, I go to the keyboard. And, Figure things out and try to match what it what it would sound like um, yeah. if it was played by a guitar. Yeah. You have a you know a lot of different singers that you always use, but you know um, have you have you I know you have a stable lineup now musicianship wise. Um, would you consider going back to use Marcus or Alex? You know from Halloween and Alex on drums again, like on the first album. They are apparently great players, and Marcus just came and visited us uh, at Hellfest. Um, um, he even spoke to Michi, which was funny for me. <laughs> um, it's uh, they're great players, but the thing is, like we have um, Marcus is so busy with Halloween. I think he couldn't he couldn't join us on on, on a tour. And, but what about just for a studio album, like? 
the old days. Yeah, for a studio album, it's, it's just like, you know, I like to play some of the bass myself. You know, whenever something is too complicated, Sasha can play it because he's even a better bass player than me. Uh, uh, I mean, he's not only a great guitar player, that's what I wanted to say. So. Yeah. Um, and um, so, so there, there was never really need of a bass player anymore, you know, um, quite recently. And with the drums, Alex is a terrific drummer, but it was, he, um, he couldn't do the first tour and that's when Felix came in the boat. And Felix, he does a killer job, we're playing three hours, um, not, not, all, not always three hours, but there have been shows where we played three or three and a half hours. And he's like a, like a steam train, like a clockwork. And, so there's there's it, it would it would not make sense to have somebody else uh, take what about the chair getting Paul Gilbert, you know? <laughs> would Paul be up for it? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so we should get rid of Sasha and get Paul in. No, as well. <laughs> there's so many fucking people on stage. It's room for another person. Yeah. Hey, basically, you're up there playing like being like a traffic cop. Like go stop. You know? But uh, yeah, I think it'd be awesome. So basically, you know, you got pretty much every everybody on this new album. So probably wouldn't be opposed to having a bunch of other people next time. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Paul That's Paul. Billy Sheehan. Got to repeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah back in no, band. Stay Without Ronnie, yeah. What um, who fills in? Who, who fills in the gaps? <coughs> we all do. That's that's a good thing. Uh, uh, everybody, we're so many people. You know, we can. We have seen the show many times, yeah. and we can. Um, we can just fill in. Everybody of us can fill in. Ollie's Ollie is a great lead vocalist. Yeah. He can do some additional stuff, and um, Eric's gonna do some of his parts. And I'll do some of his parts, uh, so we'll we'll yeah, I'm available. We'll work so around. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and you'll you'll do some of his parts. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie, Ollie was amazing the other day. He was singing the Scarecrow, and that's the one that Ronnie has been doing. <coughs> I mean, no offense to Ronnie, but Ollie is definitely a champ. Yeah. Cool. It's great kind of stuff. And can you speak about your plans with uh, Mr. Big? Well, um, about maybe three weeks ago. Well, actually, before we went on this second leg of the tour, third leg, right? Third. Mm. Third leg. Now, that sounds dirty. Well, no. Third leg. Anyway. Um, <laughs> third leg. Um, uh, I got an email from Paul saying, hey, let's, let's drop everything, Eric, you know, let's start writing some songs. And I said, well, I'm, a, I'm on the road with uh, this group, Bob and Tasia, and he goes, yeah, I've been checking it out on YouTube. But, you know, when you're done with it, uh, me and you and uh, Pat Torpy should get together, write some songs in, in Paul's studio in LA. You know, Billy's uh, out with the Winery Dogs with Richie Cotts and another Mr. Big Mist. We're taking over the world. And um, so, you know, when he gets back, we'll all kind of get together. So we're, we're planning for 2014. So the first thing you're going to do is Mr. Big, not any solo project. Now I've been procrastinating and talking about solo projects for fucking years. And, you know, I got remarried, then I got another, the kids came, and and then uh, uh, what I'm just going to do is just kind of concentrate on the Mr. Big thing. I'm going to do a couple, I'm going to do some acoustic shows around Europe. That's what I was doing before uh, before I went out on the road with Amitasia. So I'm going to get out of the tour bus and get right back into a fucking 
shitty little van, and um, then I got some Italian guys in they're going to be playing with me. And, um, and then, yeah, just Mr. Big. And hopefully, I would look, I said this the other day, but if he would keep this train going, mm -hmm. I, would, I would drop everything. I mean, I love Mr. Big, but we're having such a great time out here. I mean, granted, we need a little break, a, little, a couple days break, you know, to couple get days rid of the hangover, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I've been totally loving my life right now. Singing this music, I love it. I love being on this, on this rock and roll circus, I guess. And you were so nervous at first. Oh, <laughs> now was, you're like. I was in Belgium, and I was like, I could, I could have peed myself. I was so scared on stage. I think and you I did. Never, you, you did a little. I did. I, I threw up in my mouth just now. Uh, <laughs> what I did, you know, like, I little spots. I've, I've said this before, but like, you know, I played Mr. Big for 20 years, and it was just like those three guys and me, you know me. But uh, I've never been good at sharing my toys, and uh, I've been sharing the stage with God, 11 people on stage, you know, a bunch of crew guys. It's, yeah, it's been great. I, I love it. I've fallen right into uh, like a glove. Yes. <laughs> Amanda, what, um, what projects do you have on the go for this year, or for the rest of this year? Oh He's my. Australian. He was asking which projects you have on the Oh, okay. Thanks for the translation. Thank you. Hey, that's good. That's exactly. good. Thank you. Um, actually, I wow, I have um, a lot on my plate. When I get back, um, the day after I get back from this tour, I'm going home for a few weeks, and then um, when I when I return to the Netherlands. <coughs> I'll be finishing the new HDK album that uh, Sander Hohmanns and I do. Yeah. Uh, then I'll be recording with a, a band, um, just doing some studio work, which I, I continue to do. You know, I, I'm doing my live, you know, things that I that I love to do on the stage, but still working with bands, writing songs for them, producing and stuff um, behind the scenes in the studio. Then. Um, We're going to start the new Kiska Somerville album this fall, probably starting recording in, in October. In, in any case, that, so that's coming out, and I'm doing a, a new solo album. And Toby, what um, are you doing? Any? I know you've got the, the main two bands, but are you doing? Have you been asked to uh, do any other guest vocals or singing parts? Or? Uh, I get asked every now and then, but but uh, but I, I I can't do it right now because. Because there's so much um, I, I'm doing. I mean, it's uh, well, not not a full day, but, <laughs> but no, it's 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 really I've been asked, but uh, but quite rarely, yeah. I have to admit. But even though if I get proposals, I mean, unlike Iron Maiden, want me to do some guest vocals <laughs> on their new album. It's just no, yes. I, it's it's really there's so much um, there's so much going on. I can't do it right now. It's, Okay, uh, Tobias, you've got a photographer, Alex, who always takes her pictures with other guy in Atlanta. Yeah. Are you friends or how did you get together and started working with one person? A long time ago. Hello, George. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, two, I think it was 2099. Um, I think he just left his portfolio at our record label's office mm -hmm. and said, if you ever need somebody to take pictures, I think it was something like that. And I saw the pictures. Back then it was black and white and it was on film, uh -huh. uh, chemicals involved, no, uh, here's another hard drive with another 5,000 pictures. 
it was back then it was true art uh, and and I saw the pictures and I was just blown away and I said like oh if you can make me look as half as good as those girls on your pictures <laughs> and I looked like a beautiful girl on the first Avantasia <laughs> Uh, so he achieved that. Got <laughs> I still enjoy myself with that. <laughs> Privately. <laughs> Beat the bishop. <laughs> Beat the bishop. No, it's um, it's yeah, it's it's he's uh, he's been working for us since then because the pictures were just amazing and he's of course he's a friend now. If you work, if you work together for so long, 14 years now. Of course, there has to be friendship involved, especially, especially you have to trust somebody who's taking pictures just like you have to trust somebody who's doing recordings, because um, um, on for every picture that is great, there is uh, like probably 150 where you look shitty, and uh, so I better stay friends with Alex because you have all those pictures. <laughs> Ismo, you, you have like three hours show today. Uh, will you play most of it, uh, like the, the latest album, The Mystery of Time, or will you like combine it together? It's a combination. I think we're going to play something like 2.30, 2.45, maybe maybe 3. It's all, it depends on how much we speak in between the songs. So, but it's... it's me? <laughs> I'm talking about me and my alter ego. So, um, not alter. The royal we. It's the royal we. <laughs> So we speak. We tend to speak a bit too much sometimes. No, um, it's we're, we're gonna we're gonna play both. We're gonna play, um, I think, six or seven songs off of the new album, and we're gonna play a lot of old songs from the first two albums. We're gonna play some Scarecrow, Wicked Symphony, Angel of Babylon stuff. It's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a lot of variety in the set. Pyros tonight? <coughs> no. No, if you have 12 people on stage and no choreographed <laughs> show and pyros, no, that's no. Yeah. Definitely get hurt. Yeah. Bike to Vietnam. It's like uh, everywhere, everywhere pyros. I've seen, I've seen people, you know, getting yeah. burned. T Timo at Wacken. Yeah, that's that's for Were example. I was not there. I saw the picture. Yeah. Headfield. Headfield as well. Yeah. yeah, it can happen. And if you if you don't have a choreographed show, uh, and we don't have, it's a lot of spon spontaneity uh, involved. Uh, then oh look, Bob just exploded. It's not. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be good. No, we don't. We don't use pyros. You have to speak English here, and you can speak German. Well, there's so many there's so many tourists in Wacken. Yeah. I mean, uh, so many people from all over the place, all over the world, that you can hardly. I mean, for Avantasia, I try to speak as much English as possible because there's also people on stage that don't speak German, and uh, and so uh, yesterday I spoke a little German. Yeah, yeah, I can understand it. Oh yeah, that's it. Jesus, you, you want to tell me you understood everything I said about you in German? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're taking the piss out of me on stage a couple of times. But, uh, I mean, as long as I've been like, been saying, uh, I don't even say this is so funny, but like, uh, I've been saying that about Felix, that, you know, introducing Felix as like tight as a guinea pig's ass. I can only imagine what, how you introduced me. So. <laughs> 
everybody. This is Tobias Summit from Avantasia and Edka, and you're listening to the Metal Moment Podcast.